This is Global Bible Study, a World Christianity Project, connecting you to the Word and to the world of God. Hello, in this episode, Pastor Roberto Passos, a master's student in missiology at Brazil Adventist University, is my co-host. And to discuss about unlimited possibilities, we welcome Dr. Abraham Guerreiro from Colombia. Dr. Guerreiro holds a PhD in Missiology from Andrews University. Currently, he works as pastor in Florida. Johnny Almeida from South Africa. He is a theology student in the Philippines. Tsitsim Zovi from Zimbabwe, a psychology and currently completes her postgraduate studies in education at Solusi University. Welcome everybody, we're glad you're here. This is episode number six, since we started discussing about making friends for God with people from many different countries. This is the same situation this week as we have a Colombian, Zimbabwean, and a South African joining our team to discuss topic, which is unlimited possibilities. I want to start with Dr. Abraham Guerrero uh, and the, the main topic of this week's study. So when we look at the different followers of Jesus and his disciples, you can clearly see that they have different backgrounds. They are very different. What can we learn from just that observation? I don't even know what to learn about that. The, the Lord was very unpredictable. Um, and he's always been, you know. Um, it's it's easy to say that, that Jesus, as the, the, the chief, the top, the... <laughs> Let's put it this way, the CEO of the universe. <laughs> I don't know how you want to put it, but if he wanted assistance and followers, disciples, if you would, he would have chosen the best people. But I, but I mean, I have the feeling that he was just walking down the streets and he, he was like, okay, so this guy might um, be willing to serve. Uh, okay, this one is is a tax collector. Let's do this, man. Let's do this. We can do this with him. Uh, and then and then there was Mary Magdalene, and 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 then he was like, "Come on, you you can you can be in the team." And he he was the kind of person who would appreciate cultural differences, um, uh, personality differences, and uh, he would be like, in my mind, I, I imagine him like. Okay, I can do this because I have the power to transform this life into a life of blessing for everybody. So to me, Jesus wasn't too much worried about where you are from, uh, what do you look like, which, which language you speak. It's a matter of, do you want to follow me? That was not a bad thing. Because um, maybe that was one of the reasons why the whole Christian movement in the beginning was so strong. It made the church really strong. Um, and that's um, it's probably a good thing. Uh, our project is called um, Global Bible Study. It's part of a World Christianity Project, which is uh, very much the the result of that kind of mentality that the Christian faith uh, applies to everyone, and it's not to only focus on a particular background or culture. 
or personality. Uh, the study guide says that there is no limit to what a person can do when he puts self away. But first, he must allow the spirit to work on his heart, and he or she must live fully for God. Johnny, what does that mean in reality? What do you think? I like that you said in reality, because I was actually going to give you a personal experience. <laughs> um, okay. As I told you, I'm South African, and I'm studying in the Philippines. Now, what that means is that South Africa is generally very, um, and, and Titi can testify, we met in South Africa. It's generally very open-minded, rather liberal in a sense. And then I came to the Philippines and Asia as a whole is a lot more conservative than it is in South Africa. And so immediately being immersed in this kind of culture, um, being expected to do mission trips and that sort of thing, it was such a huge adjustment. And so obviously one one experience I had was that it was very difficult to me to uh, for me to reach out to the locals. Um, perhaps the way that I spoke, it could have been too fast for them or it could have been too contemporary. They were used to a certain kind of speaking. Uh, one such experience that I did have, um, they have this thing called Voice of Youth and they do it throughout the year. Every school holiday, they send out students. Um, at least one or two theology students. They send out nursing students, business students, and this group is basically like the disciples. And each person has a specific role. And so me being immersed in that, I really had to adjust. It got to a point where I didn't think I was able to uh, reach out to them. I felt like, you know, God, why am I even in this place? The, the people don't understand my accent. Uh, I can't relate to them. They can't relate to me. And it's crazy because at those very times, those are the exact times where God would send not foreigners in the Philippines. He would send Filipinos in the Philippines coming to me. And it, they would be like, hey, we need Bible studies. Could you please lead us? And there were other local Filipinos that they could have asked as well. And it was just like... You know, it's it's not what we have. It's not what skills we have. It's the willingness. And it's it's like God just takes you where you are and brings you to a whole new level. That's just another level of faith. Wonderful, Johnny. Thank you for sharing with us. And we can do another analogy. It's perfect. Uh, the church now is strong because this. Uh, I love uh, analogy that God did the Bible tells for us the analogy of the body of Christ for the church is one of the most powerful ones in the Bible. Titi, what do you think? What, what are the some of the lessons you can learn from it about the body of Christ? Yes. Um, the body of Christ. I, I love that it's referred to as the body of Christ because that um, is indicative of various parts that make up one which I found very, very powerful because oftentimes when we think about Christianity and gifts as we're going to get to that, um, sometimes we can be really focused on just the specific things that we think stand out and are important um, and can neglect some of the smaller things which are significant, um, but may not be what we necessarily focus on or think are really great. And so when I think of the body of Christ, it makes me really think about the different talents and the different cultures that can all fit into this one body, one unified movement to glorify Christ. And for me, that was something that was really highlighted in the lesson. Um, this idea that no part, no matter how small or different, is insignificant to the body of Christ and to the mission of glorifying God. So that was really 
something that stood out for me um, in this lesson. I hope I answered your question. And I find it very, very interesting to see because um, it goes back to uh, Marcelo's first question, you know, uh, why did Jesus like people of such different backgrounds, such different personalities? I mean, if everybody would have been like John, very angry and uh, inside-centered kind of guy, and nobody would have been like Peter, the, the guy who would always jump in and say whatever, you know, the, 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 the unpredictable Peter, you know, this guy ended up being the, the, the guy who, who preached the 5,000 soul sermon in, 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 in Acts chapter chapters uh, one and two and three and then he made a whole lot of it first the the the, um, the writer of the the book tells that that, that he spoke and then 5,000 were baptized you guys know that it was not 5,000 because he said 5,000 men uh, so it's a lot of, a lot more people uh, some scholars suggesting between nine and 15,000 people because you look at church and there's there's basically no men <laughs> there's men yeah yeah but there's women and a lot of kids so 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 this unpredictable uh, guy all of a sudden becomes the miracle maker the the the, the icebreaker in church history and, and 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 so it's crazy how he he caused Jesus so many embarrassments but then now he's He's facing the people, and he's 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 like the face of the new community of believers. I find it awesome. And then on the other part, you find uh, uh, John. Yeah, yeah, he was more, you know, inside center. So so this guy is able to write such a beautiful. Um, um, gospel like the one he wrote and he was so intellectual that he was able to you know kind of uh, think it through everything that goes through revelation and all, all that kind of stuff Peter would not be able to write something like that huh? but, but it's, it's crazy to see what, how Jesus is able to value your gifts well, we go we go to that word for the for the second time, but the, but it's not about the theory of spiritual gifts. It's about the the reality, as John was saying. You know, it's a practical thing that Jesus foresees whatever's going to happen with our lives, and He's like, I'm going to use this person with the power of my spirit to make it a a, a blessing for others. Uh, Pastor oh. Guerrero, oh, sorry. I actually love how you put that together. And I think one of the things that's really important is that the unity, they have to work together. And I think sometimes we, we miss that point. We needed John. We needed, we needed all these different personalities and these differences, but they were stronger together. We didn't just need one. And so I really love that bringing out those different personalities into this. The study guide says that the church is not a club with people who all come from the same place and act the same way. The church is a living group of people with different gifts and the same mission of sharing this love with other people. So it's a diversity that it's also a unity in so many ways. The main uh, Bible verse for this week is from First Corinthians. 12 verse 11 it says but one in the same spirit works all these things contributing to each one individually as the wills so god is putting all these people together toward the same purpose 
and it is in many ways one of the main purpose is actually witnessing and uh, working and serving other people. Now, who does God give spiritual gifts to? Tony, can you help us with that? Who who receives spiritual gifts? According to the well, I feel like we. I feel like we just answered this question. Um, we look at the disciples. There were people of all kinds, tax collectors, uh, impulsive Peter, passionate John, different kinds of people, you know, people with different abilities. And uh, there's a particular parable in, in the Bible where it says that uh, even, I'm, I'm going to make this a bit practical. It says that uh, when, the slave, uh, when the master leaves the house, he commands his slaves to look after the house. Even him who is in charge of the door to greet people as they come in and if we look at it in a church setting that's very true as well the person who stands at the door may be the determining factor on whether somebody will enter the church or not enter the church I've seen it happen with the youth groups in campus I've seen it happen with my home church back as well so that's my take on that (laughs) what are some of your gifts Johnny can you share with us Okay, well, not this singing. Became, <laughs> this became great. Okay, go for it, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> my uh, my gifts aren't singing or playing instruments. Um, I love technology. I have such a passion for technology. Speakers, microphones, computers, you know, websites, everything that's got to do with technology, computers, design, media. I'm all for that. So I really think that that is one gift that God has given me and I've been able to, by His grace, increase it. Um, I believe that one of my natural gifts are also public speaking and I'm I'm a people person. I enjoy being with people. Storytelling. Very interesting. You know. How about you? How about you, Titi? I, I sing. I will not be singing on the oh, <laughs> but I sing. Johnny, introduce you to the next musical number here in our. Uh, oh no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So for me, that was very interesting for some for me to be able to use that gift. I was very shy, probably still am, but I've learned to to talk more to people. And I learned through the encouragement of my church community that just invited me to join the praise team and, you know, said, just just come and visit and you don't have to sing on, on, on Sabbath, but just come with us. And eventually they really encouraged me and gave me that courage to come up and sing. And so I think there's that also speaks to the importance of your church community. Are we encouraging people to use the gifts that God has given them? How about you, Dr. Abraham? Uh, I, I uh, tend to think that I, I don't have no gifts, but anyway, I know I'm wrong, but <laughs> I, I joke around with my wife because uh, when, when, when it comes to, to uh, high profile meetings, I'm the, I'm the big guy. Uh, uh, like in the family, like she, she's like, okay, they're calling you. You're the doctor, right? Uh, and 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 then when I'm alone with her, I ask her for wisdom. <laughs> I ask her for guidance. Uh, so it's it's kind of crazy. Um, uh, it's difficult for me to say what what are my gifts. I guess my uh, my greatest gift is to. Uh, be willing to keep learning, I guess. Um, I try not to give up that easily. 
um, and I tend to, th to see things long term. So some people see, I mean, I, I tell them, I see this church doing this and that and that. And then they're like, really? I mean, I don't see that. Um, it, but but I, I guess I'm going to enter into a, an arena that you probably don't want us to enter yet but 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 it's part of the of the lesson anyhow um i recognize that i'm not as good for the follow-up the daily the day-to-day follow-up for things so i dream big i i create beautiful beautiful Uh, frameworks for for these awesome projects that in my mind they look so awesome and I know they will work just if somebody will follow up right and then I pray that God will raise somebody to follow up because I'm not very good at it I gotta recognize it I'm, I'm not good at it and uh, sometimes I feel like I'm a failure because of that but then I got my wife <laughs> Wonderful, Pastor. Thank you for sharing. And anyone says we are we are all members of the God's family. God gives us talents. We are responsible for what we do with them. So the question is how to use the spiritual gifts in your context, in your church, in your community. How can you use your spiritual gifts? Open, maybe Pastor can start after this TC and finish with Johnny. Okay, that's free. Okay, great. <laughs> I love it, man. All right. I'd say I'd say we, we gotta do our best to use our gifts. Um no prescription, no no nothing nothing's too programmed, but we have to use our gifts. That 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 would be my take. And then, and then, if I can add something quickly before Tsitsi steals it from me, um, I um, I want to say that we gotta appreciate what others do. The lesson did ask a beautiful question. No matter how talented you might be, what are the things that are you are not very good, but others in the church are? How this should keep you in the proper place? I loved that question. Because no matter how good Johnny is at public speaking, you know, um, and I, I'm not, I'm not as good as he is in that. Um, uh, I might help him with some uh, something that he maybe is not good at singing. I guess. Uh, oh, I'm kidding. I'm not good at singing either. But we can go to Tizzy anyway. Okay. Um, I think the question was, how can we use our uh, spiritual gifts? Um, and that's a very challenging one. Um, because sometimes you you don't really know if you're needed. Sometimes you get to churches and you feel that, oh, you know, there's already enough people who are using this or using that, or maybe what it is you're gifted in is not something that in the traditional sense is used for ministry. And so that really got me thinking, how can we use our spiritual gifts? And, and how can we make sure that they're impacting the people that we need them to? And that comes into this question of, How do we know what they are and the purpose of them? And I loved how the lesson just highlighted the Holy Spirit. It not only gives us understanding of our um, spiritual gifts, but helps us uncover what they are. And not to take us on a side 
on a long different side note, but you find that today everyone's looking for their purpose. What is my purpose? Why am I here? What can I do? What is what is it that I'm able to do? And as Christians, that that's a bigger question because we're like, what is our purpose? What is my gift? What am I supposed to do in ministry? And I found that the big answer was the Holy Spirit. If we go to God and ask, what are my gifts? How do I understand them? How do I uncover them? How do I use them? And I think that is really, really important in us understanding how we can contribute to the church. So nice. Just be yourself under the Holy Spirit. Uh, we have a tradition here that we like to end the program every time with uh, learning how to say Happy Sabbath in uh, other languages. So, uh, Anyone, you pick a language, uh, most of you guys know more than one. Uh, so, Johnny, share with us uh, Happy Sabbath in uh, any, any language you, you want to. Well, being in the Philippines, I have to represent Maligayang Sabado. Titi. Beautiful. Oh boy, that is, that is a tough one, but I guess I'll steal the one from um, all the Adventists. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Abraham? You just stole mine. Yeah, you did. Uh, let's, let's do Feliz Sábado. Feliz Sábado. That's the way we do in Spanish. Excellent. And again, thanks for uh, joining this uh, episode of Global Bible Study. See you next time. Till then, be global. On behalf of our producer, Lucas Moreira, and all of us, thanks for joining Global Bible Study. We highly recommend that you study this topic in depth with your study guide. Don't forget to follow and interact with us on social media, on Instagram at World Christianity. Until next time. Thank you.